Hello, Atlanta. Welcome to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. What's happened in the Atlanta real estate market over the last seven days? Is the market picking up strength or is it slowing down somewhat? What is something you should know about Atlanta if you live in Atlanta? You should know as much about Atlanta as you possibly can. This week's segment is going to feature the Atlanta Botanical Garden, so you definitely want to stay tuned. And then are the GSEs, the government-sponsored enterprises of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, two big mortgage giants, are they going to become investment opportunities as we move forward into the future? We've got that and tons more in this one-hour-long show on AM 920 The Answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being host of this show, and I've been on the radio in Atlanta now for six years, I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions possible when buying, selling, or investing in real estate anywhere throughout Metro Atlanta. We want to help listeners go from real estate novices to real estate experts so home buying and selling can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We want to connect with you, and the easiest way to do that, and we invite you to please do that, we invite you to go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com, gogaddisradio.com. When you get there, you can subscribe to our podcast. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, which is those are almost always some of our most popular segments, especially in terms of podcast downloads. And you can ask for your neighborhood, a history of your neighborhood over the last few years, sales prices, trends, things like that, to be featured on the show. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. If you think that I've given some information that turns out to be incorrect or you have a different opinion, I'm always interested. And you can also just share ideas. Again, the way you do that is gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Let's take a look at the la- at the real estate market in Metro Atlanta. This is just residential real estate. This includes single-family detached units. Those are not condos and townhomes, and single-family attached units, which would be the condos and townhomes. And this is what's happened just in the last seven days, just in seven short days uh, in Metro Atlanta. There have been 1,656, almost 1,700 new listings This is properties put on the market for the first time in Metro Atlanta. There were 927 homes that had a price decrease. And people ask occasionally, why do you always talk about homes that have price decreases? What's the big deal? And there's a lot of buyers, many, many buyers out there who feel like they are being locked out of the market because every time they make an offer on a property, it gets into a multiple offer situation, especially people who are looking to buy you know, at prices under maybe 350000 and they feel like they're totally shut out of the market. Well, they don't feel like sellers are appropriately motivated. Well, when you have 927, again, almost 1,000 home sellers in the last seven days who decide to make a price decrease to adjust the price of their property, they are signaling to the market, hey, I am more interested in selling my property now than I was a couple of weeks ago. So if you are looking for a home and you're finding it difficult to find that home, you are feeling helpless, if you will, because you can't compete to get the home, well, ask your real estate agent or reach out to us and let the Gaddis Group at REMAX Center, which is my company, let us help you put together a strategy to find your perfect home. 1,000 
539, 1,539 homes went under contract in the last week. That's just about 200 per day when you think about it, or 200, a little over 200, 220 or 230 homes per day. And then there were 2,456 closings that took place in Metro Atlanta just in the last week. Again, 1,656 new listings, 927 homes with a price decrease, 1,539 homes went under contract. We had about 120 more new listings come on the market than actually went under contract, and we had 2,456 closings. So the market is absolutely positively uh, still busy in Metro Atlanta. If you're thinking of selling your home anytime in the next three to six months, we invite you to reach out for a customized maximum value plan. We believe the average home seller in Metro Atlanta leaves about $28,000 on the table when they sell their home. You heard me say that right. We believe the average home seller in Atlanta could sell their home for as much as $28,000 more if they, number one, understood value better, and number two, had a process for repositioning the property within the market. In other words, what could you do to the property uh, to make it worth $28,000 more, certainly without investing $28,000 or anywhere near that? Well, we invite you to go to gogaddisradio.com, gogaddis, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more or just the $28,000 more button, and we can help you sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor's home sold for and make your timing work out perfectly, even in the middle of this coronavirus crisis. Just go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. Click $28,000 more, and this will start unlocking that home's value and make really timing a non-issue. My suggestion is, though, is if you don't want to sell your house for $28,000 more, then don't go click on the link. But we would love to talk to you, and I'll be the one who will analyze your situation perfectly, uh, or, or personally, excuse me, and I really look forward to talking to you soon. We believe that everybody who lives in Metro Atlanta should know a little bit more about Metro Atlanta. I'm sure you've noticed as you talk to people and travel about the city that there are way, 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 way more people who live in Atlanta who are not from Atlanta than who are from Atlanta. I was born in Atlanta in 1968. I'm 52 years old. Uh, I probably know a little more about Atlanta than a lot of people who live here, but it's only because I've been here most of my life. I was lived away from Atlanta for about 10 years from 1989 to 1999. We lived in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and then in Chicago, Illinois. And so this week's feature in something you should know about Atlanta is the Atlanta Botanical Gardens. The Atlanta Botanical Gardens were founded in 1973 by civic-minded Atlantans when they proposed the Botanical Gardens for the city, and this was basically at the, uh, on the western side of Piedmont Park. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with Piedmont Road and where it intersects with the Prado, the entrance of the Botanical Gardens is opposite of the Prado, so it is, uh, if you're going north, it is uh, to the east, uh, and then Prado is, is to the west. So it started in 1973. In 1976, it was incorporated as the Atlanta Botanical Gardens in 1977, and you'll love this, they had a double-wide trailer, was assigned to the gardens as the first office uh, for the gardens. 1980, they signed a 50-year lease with the city, and the first Garden of Eden Ball was staged in 1983. The Botanical Gardens had 50,000 people visit the gardens. 1985, the garden house opened, and they raised $3 million for that capital campaign. In 1989, the jo Dorothy Chapman Fuqua Conservatory 
opened and they raised $6.4 million in that capital campaign. In 1992, they started their concerts on the lawn, which were held at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens. Uh, and they also hosted the Water Lily Society Conference as well. If we continue going forward just a little bit, 1998, the Titan Arum, A-R-U-M, the Titanum, I am sorry, I know that is the name of a plant, was brought into bloom and received worldwide publicity at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens in 2004, the blockbuster Chihuly, Chihuly, excuse me, Chihuly exhibit, uh, Chihuly in the Garden was staged, and there were 425,000 people who visited just for that exhibit. And in 2010, the uh, grand opening of the Canopy Walk, the Edible Garden, and Cascade Gardens marks the completion of the expansion project. The Atlanta Botanical Gardens are absolutely gorgeous. If you have not been, uh, my recommendation is that you make plans for you and your family uh, to be able to go. This segment of the Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio Show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Brand Mortgage. Excuse me, John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans, uh, which used to be called Brand Mortgage. John makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step by step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. John can be reached by calling 678 226 7887. 678 226 7887. There is a lot of talk about Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac becoming independent investment opportunities. Um, I wanted to just chime in and give my opinion on that. Uh, there was a paper written by Freddie Mac's former CEO, Don Layton, and um, basically what he is saying is what their government would be looking for from an equity standpoint, from a capital standpoint, would be somewhere between $240 billion and $150 billion dollars and he says the largest IPO in American history was just under $18 billion, so it could take years and years and years. Right now, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are both controlled or owned, if you will, by the U.S. government because they're in conservatorship. So who knows whether or not there will be some investment opportunities in Fannie and Freddie. Mary Lynn in Duluth wrote in, says, we are wanting to sell our home, but we think we should wait until the spring. How, we how do we decide when is the best time? And I know exactly how Mary Lynn feels. She feels a little bit stuck because she's going into the holiday season, but she also is nervous that the market might slide a bit or change somewhat next year, and she doesn't want to be left without uh, being able to move forward with her plans. And you need to look very specifically, Mary Lynn, at your local market. We can help you. We can search it by school district or city or however you would like, and we need to be looking at the months of inventory. If you have less than four months' worth of inventory, available for sale in your local market area, whether it's your school district or your city or your zip code or whether it's just your neighborhood that someone would search by. If you were moving to the area, think of what you would be searching for if you found your home, and then you need to understand what the market is. If you have less than four months' worth of inventory, I would say you should move forward sooner than later. If you have four and five months' worth of inventory, it's a toss-up. Uh, you might be better served just to wait until late February and list. If you have longer than six months' worth of inventory and you're not totally motivated to sell your home 
at the lowest possible price, then my suggestion would be that you hang on to it for just a little, little while longer. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a very special guest, Michael Crew of Homeowner Management Services. If you're planning to buy a home in an HOA or a POA, what questions should you ask to make sure that you are in the know before closing? Stick with us, because I promise we'll be right back. 